I was with the Lord beyond the grave, and He said, The end of all things are resolved in me. 1 Corinthians 15:28. And when all things have been subjected to Him, then the Son Himself will be made subject to Him who put all things under Him, so that God may be all in all. Then He talked about the days of Noah. The people in the days of Noah had sinned before God, but the sin of the people in the days of Noah are not more perverse in comparison to the sin committed in our generation. When we read the Bible, it is written in Genesis 6 5-6 And Jehovah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And Jehovah repented that he had made man on the earth, and he was angry to his heart. The Bible talks about the mind of men, the interior of men, the thoughts of men that were focused on evil. I can afford to say that the Lord has destroyed the world of Noah because every inclination of the thoughts of their hearts was evil. Every day the thoughts of men were directed to evil and wickedness and because of wicked thoughts, the Lord destroyed the first world. Even if they did not do the sinful action, they were always thinking wicked thoughts. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, and slander. These are what defile a man, Matthew 15 19-20. Wickedness in people had caused God to destroy the world of Noah. And since we belong to a more perverse generation than the world of Noah, we are the generation upon which the wrath of God will hit. What is the gospel we are supposed to preach to this generation? It is the gospel of judgment. We must warn the church to be extremely vigilant for the return of the Lord is imminent. The prophetic signs are being fulfilled. This is an indication that this is a grave time. We must be vigilant. My dear, after dealing with the prisons of those who made pledges and failed to fulfill them, now we will talk about another chamber of hell called the chambers of people that overcharge items and services. These are those who spike the prices of items and services, selling stuff to people at prices that are grossly above the value of the items and services. This is about people that excessively inflated the prices of items to get more than what they were supposed to. Proverbs 20:10 False weights and measures, the Lord detests them both. We were in hell a place of torment that I dreaded, where lost souls were incarcerated forever in their cells. The suffering of these people was inexplicable. I was traveling with the Lord when He said, We must move in this tunnel of horror. Then we began to hover above the flames of fire. The Lord was talking about the suffering undergone by damned souls. There were piercing screams coming from all directions, and I became accustomed to these screams of torment. The Lord said, Do you know is that exaggerating the prices of items and services can lead to hell? but this made no sense for me. As we move into this place where demons moved in the shape of shadows, I saw that there was nothing good in hell. It is an evil dwelling place for men who fall there. What is important for us is to get to the Lord and obtain the rest of our souls. The Lord told me, I exercise my judgment among men, and I will take into account all your actions and my judgment is severe for people who reject me. But if you accept me, I will support you during your journey and stay on the earth as you travel towards the promised land. We were moving in this dark tunnel, and I saw a signboard, just like the signboards on the roads in this world. When we got closer to the signboard, I saw that it was written, the chambers of those who inflated prices for dishonest gain. I was stunned to learn that some people fell into hell because of unreasonable pricing of items. I said to the Lord, are people falling in hell just because they exaggerated the price? The Lord said, when you people reject my word, precepts and commandments, the judgment of God will fall upon you. Habakkuk 2 9 Woe to him who gets evil gain for his house. When we arrived before this signboard, I saw a hole beneath this board. I knew that this was the entry of this chamber of hell. And in a blink of an eye, we entered this hole, and I began to see the terrifying spectacle of damned souls being tormented horribly. In this section of hell, I saw countless souls of men that were piled up. 
they were innumerable souls from the four corners of the earth. They all regretted their sin and they implored the Lord for deliverance. That torment was unbearable for I saw demons tormenting these souls that were piled up. These people in hell were begging for water. Witnessing this horrible scene, I began to cry. And I saw the Lord shedding tears. He said, This is not my fault. I shed my blood on the cross for these people. If my people for which I have paid this high price on the cross fall here, it's not my fault. In this section of hell, I saw so many objects. And these objects were demanding justice against these souls. Not far from where we were standing, there was a burning mountain, upon which I saw standing two giant demons. These demons were tall, approximately 16 meters. These two demons kept saying to these damn souls, Rejoice, rejoice. This is your kingdom for eternity to eternity. I saw that one of the demons has grabbed a soul in his hand. I heard this soul saying to this demon, Forgive me, I acknowledged my sin, but this demon would not listen. And this soul said, Woe to my soul! What is it that caught me? Just because of these insignificant things I am condemned forever to be here. I noticed that this man was dark as coal, for he was burned by fire, and his bones were crushed, and he had holes all over his body, as if he was perforated. This demon told him, You never pity your father. You always lied to him about the prices of items in order to get the extra money. What are we supposed to do to you, if not torturing you? The man begged this demon. He told them, I agree that I have sinned, but I have lied about the price because of my parents. They failed to understand that I was already an adult and I had needs. They failed to realize that I had needs and they failed to meet my needs. Every time I asked my father and mother for money, they were ignoring me, giving me an insignificant amount. I had no choice but to overstate the amount of school fees and notebooks required at university. It is in this way that I was able to meet my needs. This giant demon told him, Is it not written in the book of your God that children should honor their parent? Is it not written in the book of your God that you should not lie? Since you have lied to your parents, we have nothing to do to you, except tormenting you, for your parents were unable to do it. We are committed to this work. These demons threw this man to a place that was full of thorns, and he was pierced by these thorns. The man said, Woe to my soul! What is it that caused me to cheat? I am condemned because of little things. I lost my soul forever. Proverbs 21 6 The acquisition of treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor, the pursuit of death. I said to the Lord, What did he do? The Lord said, You heard his confession. His parents did not carry out their duty. He had a lot of needs in life, but he did not know where to get money. He was lying to his parents to have something. He deliberately overstated the amount of academic fees to meet his needs. This is the kind of sin that led him here. Before his death, all the students were required in the university to buy a syllabus that costs $10 but he told his parents that the syllabus costs $15 in order to gain $5 for himself. Not long after this incident, he fell sick and died. The Lord said, There is no price for your soul. Therefore, reform your ways and guard yourself against doing evil. Mark 8:37 or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul My dear I used to think that these price exaggerations that we used to do to our parents in order to profit some money from them were not so grave yet innumerable souls were piled up in this place for this sin Then the Lord took me to a mountain when we rose to the top of this mountain I saw that there were 1000s of openings and pits that were vomiting fire like lava spilled by volcanoes The Lord said I must take you to visit souls that are imprisoned in these pits of fire I said, Lord, what is the fate of these souls that are tormented here? The Lord said, It's too late for them. For when a soul falls in hell, there is no more salvation for him, only the wrath of God that is enough for him. 
it is a great day of wrath reserved for all sinners that have tread on my grace. Quickly, we moved to a pit of fire where I saw a soul that was trying hard to move out. He kept shouting, Who is there to save me? Who is there to liberate me? But there was no help coming for him. He knew that it was too late for him. He was skeletal and his bones were covered by maggots. I noticed a lot of money in his pit and this money was claiming God's justice. He kept saying to this money that was accusing him, Stop tormenting me. I will give back the money I owe to the owner, I am ready to hand you back to your owner. I have had enough. I spent so many years here for these little things I did. The Lord said to him, Sin is enough to be punished. Whoever commits sin has a pit reserved for him in this place. When this man heard the voice of the Lord, he lifted his eyes and there was eye contact with the Lord. He said, Lord, forgive me and get me out of here. I'm willing to return this money to their owners. I promise I will go all over the world to tell people to stop acting this way. I will evangelize in bus stops, public places, and public transports. I am ready to follow your way and serve you now. The Lord said, You had multiple opportunities to change your way. I raised my servants to warn you before it gets too late. But now it is too late. I even sent your friend to rebuke you. Even your wife was telling you that what you were doing was wrong. You have failed to listen to the voice of your wife who was talking to you on my behalf. Today, my son I cannot do anything for you. It's too late. The wrath has fallen upon you. But this man kept begging the Lord. He said, Lord, have pity on my soul and grant me grace. I want to return to earth just for thirty seconds and repent. I cannot stay here anymore. The Lord said, This man was an employee in a company. His boss loved him a lot. Every time the company was to buy goods the boss was sending him. He was supposed to check the prices of all the orders. And then he was to submit the total price and amount to the company, which was supposed to get him all the money. But every time he was to do the total of the cost of the goods he was to buy, he was adding an additional amount for his own interest. When something costs $100, he would write $150. What costs $50, he would write it as $80. This is in order to profit from the company. Whenever this man came back home with a lot of money, he was saying to his wife, Darling, this is the money I gained after overstating the cost of goods that the company was to buy. Given that her wife was a Christian, she was against her husband profiting from the company, and she was opposing him telling him, Your salary is enough for us in this house. You don't need to misquote the price of goods higher in order to acquire unjust gain from the company. But he kept telling his wife, I have a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things to do. I have no choice. We got to profit from this opportunity and enjoy life. Later on, he got sick and died. That is why the demons of hell captured his soul and brought him here. If only he had heeded the voice of his wife. Proverbs 16 8 Better is a little with righteousness than great income with injustice. When the Lord was telling his story, he kept saying, Lord, get me out of here. But the Lord kept saying, too late. The judgment has fallen. The time of settling account has happened. Then we went to another pit where the fire was burning a man. This fire was rising from the ground to the top of the pit burning him. I saw that he was a burning skeleton. The Lord said to him, You were lying to my servant and stealing sacred money to use it for your own interest. If only you heard the warning of my servant, you would not be here, but this is how you ended. He said, Lord, it's not my fault. It's my pastor who gave me the responsibility of dealing with the church supplies. I was the one buying all the instruments. But the pastor was selfish. He never considered that I had needs. He was earning a lot of money in the church. But we were serving him for free. While he had more than enough, he ignored us. That is why I was overstating the prices of church instruments to gather some money for myself. Forgive me, Lord, 
I am conscious of my sin. Since I wanted to know more, I said, Lord, what has he done? The Lord said, when he was alive, his pastor trusted him. And when his pastor traveled abroad, he was the one keeping the money of the church, and all the spending of the church was in his hand. One day a preacher came from Europe to preach in their church. When the pastor sent him to buy instruments and the microphone for the guests from Europe, he overstated the price of the microphone. And the pastor trusted him and gave all he asked to buy everything. And when he took that money, he bought instruments and retained the extra money for himself. I poured my anger on him. He got sick and died. Ezekiel 22:13. Behold, then, I smite my hand at your dishonest gain which you have acquired. My dears, I looked at this man and I thought about myself how many times I was sent to buy stuff and I lied about the price. This man thought he was lying to his pastor, but he was lying to the Lord. Act 5-3 But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost, and to keep back part of the price of the land? In this place, we saw a man that was burned. He said, Lord, I used public money. I thought it was not an issue since it was public fund. The Lord said, You were a state employee, and you had your salary, which was enough for you. I said, What has he done to fall here? The Lord said, He was working in a public company in Congo. He was in charge of buying supplies for the company. However, he always bought low-quality equipment for the company, which does not last instead of using the money to buy top-quality equipment. This is in order to help himself with the extra money left. He spent 15 years in that enterprise. He thought he was stealing from the company of the government and that it was not an issue. He was wrong. 1 Timothy 6:10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs.